Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, I know Jace at least is coughing and laughing, but uh, how are we doing besides that today? <laughs> We're doing all right. I am slowly getting better. I'm not That's as good. sick. You can probably hear it. I know in the last episode, when I listened to the recording, I was like, I sound very congested. Yeah. Aww. It's not too bad today. No, definitely better I today. Would, I would think that reading the Bible would maybe help be a little bit of a chicken soup for the soul, as oh, it were. But oh, then you combine those books. Ugh. But then you combine it with drinking alcohol, and so I think you end up with a net zero, really, at the end of the day for your immune system. Truth, mm, yeah. Okay. Well, a Maybe. little bit of alcohol is not a bad thing for your immune system. <laughs> if only we drank just a little. Bit. <laughs> there have been like some, you know, things out there that say the opposite of that, but the overwhelming <laughs> evidence is by that things a little out there. Do you mean like okay. people, like people and doctors? Yeah, you say the yeah. opposite of that? Just, well, just some things, though, not real people. Just some studies. No studies have yeah. been like, no, any alcohol is terrible for you. And then some studies have been like, no, a little bit is good for you because it like puts your body under pressure and that's good. It's like working under out. Under pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like working out for the soul. I like that. Um, yeah, Perfect. no, doing good. I'm up in Seattle now and today has been a really gloomy, rainy day. As is not uncommon here. It's been um, like 90 degrees here. Oh, geez, really? Wow. Yeah. We no, had a heat wave again. Yeah, it's been highs in the 50s here, so it's definitely much cooler and rainy and cloudy. But Seattle has a lot of great microbrews, which I'm excited to be drinking and talking Ooh. about. Oh, okay. Very well, why exciting. Don't, why don't you go into that? Go okay. for it. Yeah. Um, so I went to um, a place called Bottle Bottle. Paradise. I don't remember what it was called. Anyway. Bottle Bottle Paradise? Bottle Bottle Sounds Paradise. Like, a, Paradise. like a Nintendo game from the 90s. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, so this one is from Little Beast Brewing in Portland, Oregon. And oh. it's called Treasure Hunter. And apparently, according to the guy at the oh, bottle shop. That's a beautiful It can. is a very pretty Look can. Look at that. Um, but it's a Sour Session IPA. So it's a Session IPA, but it has like that um, like an yeah. English style bitter, like a little bit of that kind of taste, like a sour sort of a thing, which I've never had anything like it before. So it's quite interesting, but not as maybe intense as I like my beers. It's a little too drinkable. Yeah, I mean, se session IPAs are not hard to drink at all. So yeah, but the, the sour is nice though. It gives it a little yeah. bit of like a, Ooh, what's going oh, on? The two of you would be so proud of me. I drank an IPA the other day What? what? from a bar. I what? know. Yes. <laughs> you were in a bar? No, yeah, I went wow. to a bar, first of all, calm yourselves. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this great place called Free House in Singapore that has like all these taps and these rotating taps and stuff like that. And yeah, they had a, what did they call it? It was, they called it like a pirate IPA and it Arr. tasted like a vanilla milkshake. And oh, yeah, you like that kind of so stuff. Yeah, you do like that good. kind of stuff. It was like vanilla milkshake with like a maybe a penny at the bottom of the milkshake. Okay, all right. And so well, vanilla I drank, milkshake. I drank two IPA. of them. I sent a picture to Jay's. I'm like, oh, you're gonna be so proud of me. <laughs> Gracious, were you completely gone by the end? Oh, not completely gone. I also ate a lot of like very greasy food, so it was oh, okay. okay. It balanced right. out in the end. Yeah. Well, but anyway, are you? I'm just drinking a Corona today. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm like, that looks like a Corona over there. <laughs> I know my Corona. Okay. I am drinking, because it's 90 degrees outside, I had to go for the rosé again. I'm back to basic bitch status. But, Dedeker, you're, you're French, or you speak it, what? kind of. What? You're not, you're not it, but you, you have it. spoken it. I spoke it in once your life. in the past and then so, forgot it all. <laughs> how do you pronounce this? Because it says campu get. Is it campuje? How do spell it? Is it one word? C-A-M-P... U G E T. 
Compuge. I guess that's what I say. I say Compuge. Is there any, are there any accent marks? Uh, no. No accent marks. Compuge. It's best to just keep it safe and just call it a campaget. Can't forget. I that like sounds it. like I'm from Texas and I'm not. I'm from Arizona. Thank you very much. But no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So uh, how is the camp get? Oh, it's fantastic. It's from work. And I was like, that one, please. It's nice. really good. It's a, yeah, it's not too sweet at all. It's like a dry rosé and it's outstanding. Nice. So, Lovely. Yeah. So everyone get up on that camp get. Yeah, can't forget. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what the hell did we do last time? Okay, last time there were a billion different things. So it was all these different. One. It was all the minutia, right? Is Moses going into the minutia of all these weird situations that have happened, maybe yeah, he's in been his doing life that for a bit, or that yeah. he's witnessed? We started out with them talking about if you find a body in the field and you don't know who killed him, you got to then take a heifer and, and it was like break icicles. its neck. It was ice. It was probably icicles. Yes, yes. Um, about in the desert. <laughs> if you steal a lady from yeah. someone else, from another tribe, not another Israel tribe, but from some foreigners, if you steal her and want to take her as a wife, you got to let her mourn for a month. Oh, and she gets and a, give manicure. Her a manicure. Mm, she yeah. gets a manicure, yes. Um, yeah, and then you can take her... Um, Talked about killing teenagers if yeah. they're rebellious. Um, we talked about if you come across a nest on the ground, keep the eggs, let the hen go, or let the mama go. What is this? What wages of a dog? <laughs> yeah, you're looking at our notes. It was yeah, yeah it priest was, pimp were... wages of a dog. <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. There were all these rules about who can and can't enter the sanctuary and with what kind of money you can make offerings. And so first of all, mm -hmm. we learned that if your privy member has been cut off, you can't enter the sanctuary. <laughs> um, and then we also learned wages of a dog, which I think refers to like prostitutes wages or pimps wages. Like you can't bring any dirty money in. To yeah. the tabernacle. It was one of those yeah. things where in our translation, it said wages of a dog. But then when we looked up other translations, it said a, a priest pimp. Which, thinking about it later, I was like, are you pimping out priests, or are you a priest who is also a pimp? It's confusing. Yeah, I, I think, think it's the priest who is over, also the pimp. Okay. But I think that alludes to probably, like, temple prostitution uh, traditions. Yeah, you're right, I guess That so. have happened in other religions and cultures. Yeah. Mm. I guess that makes sense, because wow. we, we have talked trash about them in this book before, so. <laughs> we have, yeah. Talk trash about <clears throat> pimps or uh, about priests? Temple prostitutes. T temple prostitution. Priest yeah. pimps. Oh, yeah. okay. Temple prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. what are we reading today? Today, we are continuing on with Deuteronomy 24, 25, 26, and 27. Four chapters yeah. today. Uh, and we have three more episodes of Deuteronomy left after this. Thank goodness it's not four. I swear you said that to me like three separate times. <laughs> it's officially three. Wait, three after this episode, though? After this one, yes. Oh, my gosh. So it's still four. How does this happen? <laughs> Anyways, okay, cool. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. All right, kids. Deuteronomy 24. When a man takes a wife and marries her, takes a wife... <laughs> and then marries her. Yeah. Then it shall be if she find no favor in his eyes. Oh, oh it was a long sentence. I can't oh, say this whole thing. Oh, we already did this. Oh, okay. Kinda, okay. All right. When a man takes a wife and marries her, then it shall be if she find no favor in his eyes because he has found some unseemly thing in her. What might be an un yeah, unseemly thing? Write that down. Write that down. We got to figure <laughs> out what this is. Already? <laughs> sure. Okay. Somebody write that down. I'm just assuming she snores. If Because he has found some unseemly thing in her that he shall write her a bill of divorce and give it in her hand and send her out of his house. That's how I become a bill. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I was going to say like, <laughs> I'm just I a bill. I'm a, wow, Dedeker and I are on the same freaking wavelength today. I, I will tell you what. I did not even think of that, but that's pretty no, good. A bill totally. of divorce. Wow. Yeah. When she is departed out of his house, she may go and be another man's wife. 
Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Even though she's I bet she probably goods. doesn't have any say in either of them, but here we are. But That's yeah, true. but she got the so it's like you need the paperwork. Right. Like if you're going to get married and not be a virgin, you got to have this paper, I guess. Got to have your papers. That. You got to have, gotta your, have papers your papers in order. In order. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, cool. <clears throat> other translations here just said uh, finds some indecency in her, has found something wrong with her, has found something bad about her, has found something shameful mm-hmm. about her has found something unclean about her, <sighs> objectionable about her. They really go all over the place in this. If the latter husband hate her and write her a bill of divorce and give it in her hand and send her out of his house, or if the latter husband die, who took her to be his wife, her former husband, who sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife. After huh. that, she is defiled. Now, that's an interesting policy. That's weird. Yeah. Also, this is the verse that in the bonus a couple weeks ago, we talked about the typo that said, if the latter husband ate her, was the, oh. <laughs> they missed the H and they ate her. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Yum. Now, that's what do you think I'm... the thinking is around this? That, why is it, okay, I divorced you, I give you your paperwork, your divorce paperwork, you go, you marry someone else, and that someone else either doesn't like you and divorces you or they die. And now I can't come in and swoop you back up because you're free again. Is it kind of like a no backsies policy? It seems. No takesy no take backsies. Yeah, like you got to really commit to the divorce. You can't sort of. <laughs> you can't yeah, just you be. Can't. can't just be like, well, now that she's free, I guess. Like. I guess, mm, or like, like that? now that I saw how happy she was with this other guy, I'm like, oh, oh right. I need now that, that I felt know. all jealous right. that I'm I saw like, her with this ah, other but person. I like her actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. I, it's weird though that like it just specifies that he can't marry her again, but then the reasoning is because she's defiled or whatever. That it makes yeah, me wonder like, strange. can she marry anyone else? Or is that like that? Oh, seems is it unclear. like two times, like, and then third strike, you're out kind of situation? Oh. Yeah, it's I, like I don't know. Gilead. Yeah. You compare everything to Gilead. <laughs> <laughs> this whole book is Gilead. Well, it's because there's a reason that this whole book is Gilead is because Margaret Atwood didn't come up with this stuff just like out of her yeah. ass. Her talking <laughs> ass came up with the story. It came along. After that, she is defiled for that is abomination before Yahweh and you shall not cause the land to sin, which Yahweh your God gives you for an inheritance. Uh, I do want to look into to that. Sin, yeah. I want to look into that. Of like, why? What really though is this policy about? You know. Okay. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out in the host. Neither shall he be charged with any business. He shall be free at home one year and shall cheer his wife whom he has taken. So you get a year Whoa. off when you get a new wife. A year what? off of everything. Of everything. That can't be right. <laughs> That's nice for the guy. Uh, yeah. So, okay. The Darby translation says, um, when a man hath newly taken a wife, he shall not go out with the army. Neither shall Ooh. any kind of business be imposed on him. That second part just like seems... Like any kind of business at all? Yeah, that seems a little vague. <laughs> Don't. I just was married, okay? okay. Yes, it was nine months ago, yeah. but no. But still, I'm in my year, yeah. Yeah, get out of here. So the complete Jewish Bible says he's not subject to military service and... He is free of external obligations and left at home for one year to make his new wife happy. So maybe that's just wow. any business that takes him outside of, away from home. You know, like not only in the army, but also he can't be a, a foreign diplomat or a doctor Now, do you think borders. that's really for, for the wife's sake or do you think that's just to keep tabs on this new wife? Yeah. I was assuming it's just to ensure that a pregnancy happens as soon as possible. That too. Because they're into yeah. that. They love pregnancies. They're into pregnancies for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he shall cheer his wife the whole year. I'm sure she's <laughs> so excited. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah, I'm picturing him, him cheering her Cheer on. Up, He's baby. like, yeah, you're doing great. You're awesome. Yeah, wife. good job being my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Whom he has taken. No man shall take hard left turn, the mill or the upper millstone to pledge, for he takes a man's life to pledge. I'm sure you know what I mean. I d- no, don't. I, I have no, no idea. What, no, what does this mean? Mill? Please. I have no idea either. Can you please look up the message? <laughs> what? I thought for sure you were. <laughs> yeah, I was no, like, no, yeah, I, I you were gonna, really have no gonna idea. be one of those moments where you were like, obviously. This. <laughs> no, I got no knowledge on this. I'm sorry. Okay. What's the message say? Don't 
seize a handmill, you know, that thing that exists. Don't seize a <laughs> like hand for your, like for your coffee? Like for milling your coffee? Mm, it must be, yeah. Don't mil? don't seize a handmill or an upper millstone as collateral for a loan. You'd be seizing someone's very life. Like I guess you'd be uh, taking their livelihood. You'd be taking their coffee away, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, the New Century version says, if someone owes you something, do not take his two stones for grinding grain. Not even the upper okay. one. Okay. Not even the <laughs> upper one. <laughs> yeah, this makes a lot. Okay, maybe no, we should that, write that this makes down more sense. to that like, more speak sense. about it. To, I guess if you grind your own grain for making flour and bread and stuff like that, it's like, don't take that away because then you're taking away their ability to make their own food. Be like if someone was like, I'm going to confiscate your stove. Okay, so it's loan. a metaphor. I don't think it's a metaphor. I think it's literally don't do that. A mill. Oh, okay. But maybe okay. also yeah. a metaphor? Can it be both? How is it a metaphor? Well, it could mean like whatever is a big deal to this guy that helps them live in life and make money and stuff. Don't take so like it. Like their ox or their whatever. Well, what could you take as collateral then? Um, you know, like their <laughs> cool um, vases and stoneware and... Silver, silver, silver jewelry and stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, like don't take away a merchant's like cart as collateral because then he couldn't sell merch. That's what merchants sell, right? (laughs) Hashtag merch. (laughs) If a man be found stealing any of his brothers of the children of Israel, and he deal with him as a slave or sell him, like Joseph's brothers did, and that thief shall die. So shall you put away the evil from the midst of you. Okay, so penalty for trafficking another Israelite is death. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I mean that, yeah. 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 Take heed in the plague of leprosy Uh, that you observe diligently and do according to all that the priests, the Levites shall teach you. As I commanded them, so shall you observe to do. Remember what Yahweh your God did to Miriam, by the way, as you came forth out of Egypt. What did he do? He made he strike her down? He gave yeah. her leprosy for a limited time. Yeah. She had it limited for a time limited time her. only. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like two weeks or something. Remember, I think? it was Moses. Sorry, no. Miriam and Aaron came to Moses being like, hey, how come you got all the power? We deserve some power too. Uh, and then for some reason, only Miriam got punished with leprosy. Yeah. Right. Um, for tips. a limited time only. Yes. Typical. Okay. Yeah. When, when you do lend your neighbor any manner of loan, you shall not go into his house to get his pledge. <laughs> you shall stand outside and the man to whom you do lend shall bring forth the pledge outside to you. If you, if he be a poor man, you shall not sleep with his pledge. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Excuse me. Do they mean like oh, a person? Oh, no, I get it. You shall surely restore to him the pledge when the sun goes down. So, okay, if you're lending money to a poor person, you're not going to keep their their collateral for overnight yeah, or something like that. Some other translations yeah. here specifically mention it being his coat that he gives you uh, as collateral. Mm. So I guess, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like when you're at a store or at a restaurant and you're like, and they're like, it's cash only. You're like, ah, oh, shoot, frick, I don't want to be cash. I'll leave my phone here. Let me go run to the yeah, ATM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, must, must be that. I feel like your coat wouldn't cut it this day and age, but your no. phone probably would. Or he'd be like, I'll leave my ID here or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you're a poor person taking a loan then in Israel, it's like you hand over your coat as collateral. And if you can't pay it back that got. day, they still give you back your coat. But then I guess the next day you get up in the morning and give it back to them again. They, they kind of <laughs> come collect your coat. It's like a coat locker during the day. Yeah. <laughs> coat locker. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Okay. Coat locker. I love it. In malls across America. Yeah. Okay, you shall surely restore to him the pledge when the sun goes down, that he may sleep in his garment and bless you. It shall be righteousness to you before Yahweh your God. You shall not oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether he be of your brothers or of your sojourners who are in your land within your gates. In his day you shall give him his hire, neither shall the sun go down on it, for he is poor and sets his heart on it, lest he cry against you to Yahweh and it be sin to you. So pay your pay your servants pay your one time. Yeah. 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 Even if they're foreigners. Yeah. Yeah. The fathers shall not be put to death for the children. Hmm. Neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. Now that seems so to be like this 
Well, I think that it seems to contradict our constant messaging of like how Yahweh is going to mete out punishment on like five more generations. Yeah, that's true. Since the fathers, but I guess but that's when it comes like, to human justice. Mm, but that's only, probably how people like will say the sins of the fathers thing. Like this is probably the line, right? There's many uh, lines no, about it. There's many lines about the sins of the fathers. Well, but, okay. yeah. but normally the thing that they're quoting is what Dedeker was saying, which is like the sins of the fathers will be wrought upon the sons for seven generations or whatever the quote is. Uh, but like yeah. Th- yeah. that you will be punished for generations after this. And even yeah. just last, last week, we were just talking about things like these people can't be part of your tribe for at least three generations or seven generations because they didn't offer you bread right. when you came through or whatever. Oh, jeez. About the, right. the Jebusites right. or the Moabites or the one of the... Yeah, yeah, the Jebusites? Yeah. One of the heights. But, but this one specifically is just the person who did the thing, that's the person you kill. Don't, don't kill their family member. Okay. In, D- okay. Yeah. It feels like a lot of this is maybe they were having like mob trouble. And hmm. so they had to be like, look, you don't go into someone's house to take your uh, collateral yeah. or your paid payments or whatever. They have to come out and bring it to you. You can't take away the thing that allows them to like have their livelihood. You can't knock off their family members as punishment for, you know what I mean? It seems like this knocking them off, <laughs> right? This is very clearly <laughs> about like mob activities. And he's like, no, these things are not okay. No, not okay. All right. Yeah. You got to keep that stuff under wraps, I suppose. Okay. You shall not rest, as in W-R-E-S-T, you shall not rest the justice due to the sojourner or to the fatherless, nor take the widow's clothing to pledge. But you shall remember that you were a bondservant in Egypt, and Yahweh your God redeemed you there. Therefore, I command you to do this thing. What when thing? When you reap your harvest. I think all the harvest, previous things. All uh, the previous oh, things, yeah. Right. <laughs> when you reap your harvest in your field and have forgot a sheaf in the field... You shall not go again to get it. It shall be for the sojourner, for the fatherless, and for the widow, that Yahweh your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. Right, so these people, kind of these marginalized people at the fringes of society, they get to go in to the fields after they've been threshed and like pick up everything that was left behind. Right, we've covered this before that too, but it's back That's again. their version of kind of the welfare system, essentially, is that you okay. come in and pick yeah. up the, what was, whatever was left the behind. Dregs. Yeah. The yeah. dregs, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you beat your olive tree, why you would you do that? Not, oh, I guess to make the olives fall not, down so you can eat them. Yes, okay. yeah, because these days you shake them. You get a shaker. That's what they do <laughs> with a lot of like tree tree fruits and nuts and stuff like that. Is it's a big old shaking machine that literally shakes the tree. Shaking machine. All, yeah, it's a shaking machine, so they all fall down. Is it like cool. one of those workout things where like the band goes around your waist and it like jiggles you back and forth? It's, it's literally like, like that. That they just like rub this band around the tree. The tree, and Whoa. then they all fall down. <laughs> wow. And the tree's like, mm, I feel so svelte. Yeah. When you beat your olive tree, you shall not go over the boughs again. It shall be for the sojourner, for the fatherless, and for the widow. Okay, so you can't like shake it twice to try to get every little last bit. Mm. Like leave some behind for people who are worse off than you. Yeah. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not glean it after you. It shall be for the sojourner, for the fatherless, and for the widow. You shall remember that you were a bondservant in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I command you to do this thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah okay. We'll Making recap. sure that people get like, you know, the leftover wheat and olives and grapes that no one wants is great. It's great. <laughs> but it feels like it reminds me a little bit of last week with the whole hen and the eggs thing where we were saying like, it's interesting that the sort of message is about like, don't take every little thing you can get. That's true. That's true. And it that's true. feels similar. And I hadn't thought of it. Yeah, in that, that is very before. non- non-western in a weird way of just like hey just don't try to squeeze every single little bit of last resource out of right the land that you're on yeah that's true only that is only mess it up like 80 percent of the way <laughs> right yeah yeah don't go overboard only do 80 okay. percent irreparable damage exactly so we're on deuteronomy 25 okay here we go if there be a controversy between men and they come to judgment and the judges judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. And it shall be if the wicked man be worthy to be beaten, 
that the judge shall cause him to lie down and to be beaten before his face according to his wickedness by number. Is this like what we were talking about before of like the accuser has to be the first one to do it and similarly like the judges have to be there to witness the punishment? So they're, Uh, you know, like the whole Ned Stark thing, like they have to be there to see what they've decided. This is really like corporeal Corporeal? Is that it? Corporal. corporal punishment. Corporal, corporal, not corporeal. Yeah, that's corporeal is like your corporeal form, as in yeah, not that's a ghost. it. Like you're not a ghost. Here, I'm a, I'm <laughs> an Emily, not a ghost. Cool. Yes. <laughs> no, but corporal punishment. Uh huh. That's like what this is. Yeah, and they're hitting them in the face. Jeez. No, before his oh. face, like the before judge the is there, face. seeing it happen. The judge uh, witnesses it. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that they were like, "Lie down. I'm gonna hit you over the head <laughs> on the face," but not that quite. Okay. Forty stripes he may give him. He shall not exceed, lest if he should exceed and beat him above these with many stripes, then your brother should seem vile to you. Okay. What? So, like, you, I think it's saying that you punish him to the amount based on his crime, but it can't exceed 40 lashes, basically. Okay. Okay. You can do at least 40. To a max of 40. A maximum 40. Okay. You shall not muzzle the ox when he treads out the grain. We had to reiterate that one. We've already been there. Because remember, I taught you all about threshing grain and processing it. And yeah, we already had this iteration that, like, hey, your ox, don't. Muzzle it. Let, like, let him muzzle eat it. It's okay. Let it, let it nibble a little bit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why? I want to know why. <laughs> I couldn't find any answers. In case they I'm forget. Like, what? But why is it so important that you let your ox nuzzle? N- nuzzle. <laughs> nuzzle. Oh, he <laughs> loved that grain. He loved no. it. No, uh, probably because, I don't know, he's hungry. He's doing a lot of work for you. Like, give the ox <laughs> some yummies. <laughs> That's what I would say. Maybe God is on my side here. Okay. Maybe I'm a broken record here, but I feel like to me, the message is still about this like moderation. So now it's like moderation and punishment and moderation in like restricting your animal and like how strict you're yeah, right. with things. I don't okay. know. Just throwing it sure. out there. That's All what right. I'm getting. All right. Why not? If brothers dwell together and one of them die and have no son, the wife of the dead shall not be married outside to a stranger. Her husband's brother shall go into her. Yep. Classic. 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 And take her to him as a wife, as as wife, not as a wife, and perform the duty of a husband, husband's brother to her. So this always prompts the question that, Jace, if your brother dies... Are you Natalie's. willing to, to remarry Nat? I mean, I don't get a choice. I gotta, I gotta yeah. do it. Oh, gotta do it. Yeah. it shall be that the firstborn whom she bears shall succeed in the number of his brother the, who is dead. In the name. Dead. In the name, not number. That changes the whole meaning. <laughs> that the firstborn whom she bears shall succeed in the name of the brother who is dead. Okay. That his name not be blotted out of Israel. Okay, so the, so even if she gets impregnated by the brother, that child still takes on the uh, her original husband's name. The other brother's he, name. The other brother. The other brother from the same mother. Mother, but <laughs> so, a different brother. Still, and his still name the, lives on. Okay. Huzzah. Huzzah, Yeah. If the man doesn't want to take his brother's wife, then his brother's wife shall go up to the gate of the elders and say, my husband's brother refuses to raise up to his brother a name in Israel, and he will not perform the duty of the husband's brother to me. Then the elders of the city shall call him and speak to him. And if he stand and say, I don't want to take her, then his brother's wife shall come to him in the presence of the elders and loose, loose his shoe from off his foot and spit in his face. Whoa. And sh- what? This is so random. Wait, keep Wait, going. Keep going. This? Keep going. I want to hear the rest of what has to happen. This and is- she shall answer and say, so shall it be done to the man who does not build up his brother's house. His name shall be called in Israel, the house of him who has his shoe loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great wow. name. That's a okay, great name. So- so he's supposed to marry this woman, but if he doesn't, that's okay. They then will bring the elders. Throw the elders, his shoe. yeah, the elders will try to talk him out of it. But if he's still adamant, like, no, I do not want to marry this broad, that then they're like, fine. But she gets to take your shoe off and spit in your face, and then everyone's gonna know you as whiner, um, poopy pants, loose shoe boy for yeah. the rest of all time. 
wow, that's <laughs> a really funny punishment, quite frankly. Like, really weird. I, I can only assume that's got to be embarrassing thing or, a you know, this would be bringing shame to your family name to be called. Shoe loosed? <laughs> well, okay. House of him who had is shoe loosed. Wow. This is great. So I looked up some translations here to see okay. how they translate the name, right? Because like his, from now on, his family line will be called this thing. Like, how did they translate that, right? So it ranges from things like the house where the sandal was pulled off, the family of the man whose sandal was pulled off, <laughs> the family of the unsandaled is good. <laughs> I oh, love yeah, that so much. That's great. But the, I think my- Jason, the unsandaled. <laughs> my favorite, though, is the Message Bible, that this is all hyphenated. It's just, it shall be called oh. Family No Sandal. <laughs> this is amazing i am back in i love the bible now <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, the house wacky the house of the unshod is another one. Ooh, oh, that's, oh, that's good. like you shoot that would, one's horse yeah. and so that would you actually, it. Yeah, I love you that. You would actually see that in a fantasy novel, The House of the Unshod. 100%. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow, that's funny. Oh, and Tyndale here, and his name shall be called in Israel the Unshoed House. <laughs> Cute. Love it. Oh, wow. wow. And so I guess it just means you have a reputation as just a bad guy who you're doesn't irresponsible do his duty. And, yeah. Irresponsible. Yeah. Don't I mean, maybe you know, don't maybe maybe if you're a woman don't marry this guy like yeah, don't, don't become another him. wife for this guy because he doesn't want to take care of the people around him mm, or maybe dang. don't do business with Something him because like he doesn't respect maybe don't his marry duties. another one of his brothers <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. you kind of you gotta <laughs> yeah. do it man you gotta do it you don't want to be called shoe loosed oh that's the question though if there's multiple brothers oh. who goes to whom oh. I assume it's the next Is one it, in line I feel like it usually goes yeah. that like way. the next one oldest yeah the next yeah. oldest one. Yeah. Does it? Do you think it has to be that? I don't know. Or is it just any brother who's free, as long as he's in the same family, he can take that on? So do yeah. do, do me and James knows? then have to like argue about like which oh, of us is taking who? that? Oh, then? And so maybe yeah. it's like you can be like, I'm kind of busy with my partner James, and and I don't know what your partner situation is, but you seem kind of free. So how about you are the one to? <laughs> That's true. You to have take like care a talk, of our you talk wife. about it. You've got a good job right now, so I think you should yeah. kind of take this on. Yeah, you probably yeah. make more money than all of us, really. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. When men strive together with one another and the wife of the one draws near to deliver her husband out of the hand of him who strikes him and puts forth her hand and takes him by the secrets. Oh, I think we know what takes him by the secrets means. Then you shall cut off her hand? What? <gasps> Your eyes shall have no pity? What just happened? Uh, so, okay, if two men are, I think it's if two dudes are fighting, right? And one of their wives is like, hey, y'all, stop it. And the, to the dude who's beating up her husband, she grabs him literally by the balls to try and to stop gonna him. And you're going to cut off the hand? Yes, you cut off her That's hand. insane. Oh, my gosh. Because men understand sexual assault very well when it happens to them. Not so yeah. much the other way around. That's been a historical fact. This is just Truth. weird and bothered. Upsetting. Yes. You... <laughs> You shall not have in your bag diverse weights, a great and small. I don't know what that okay, means. Okay, sorry. I was not ready for that left turn. I don't know I what that means. That. I don't know what that means. But not having your bag diverse weights. Is it? Well, wait. Is it- you shall not have, your, have in your house diverse measures, a great and small. A perfect and just weight shall you have. Perfect and just measure shall you have that your days be long in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. For well, all I think it's don't, do- don't, con, don't con anybody. I think that's okay. what it is. Is like, don't have uh, weights that are improperly that's weighted. Yeah, like yeah, I'm going okay. to weigh yeah. out what I have to pay you with this lighter weight, and then I'm going to switch it out right. for the heavier one when you have to pay me. Okay. Since remember, because yes. we talked about in the bonus last time, that shekels are just measurements of weight. So like any payments yeah. being done are, are in weight. So... A perfect and just weight shall you have, a perfect and just measure shall you have, that your days be long in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. For all who do such things, even all who do unrighteously, are an abomination to Yahweh your God. 
Remember what Amalek did to you by the way as you came forth out of Egypt? How he met you by the way and struck the hindmost of you. Hindmost, I think. Hindmost, sorry. (laughs) Hindmost. What does that mean? Like the the back end? people in the back, yeah. Yeah, okay. And all, all who were feeble behind you when you were faint and weary, and he didn't fear God. Mm. Therefore, it shall be when Yahweh your God has given you rest from all your enemies round about, and the land which Yahweh your God give you for an inheritance to possess it, that you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under the sky, you shall not forget. The end. So, the end. so epic. You shall yeah, not no, forget. No, that's great delivery. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, so we're moving on to Deuteronomy 26. Unless yep. we want to say anything about that with Amalek. Uh, Who is Amalek? The, I don't know. One of the kings or something. See, Jace yeah, doesn't even know. Was, I thought that it was Abimelech also, so I'm also confused about uh, who Amalek okay. actually is. I thought that you were shaking your head because we didn't know who we were talking about. Amalek was a nation, not just a person. That's what? that's why we're confused. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the, that makes the sense. Amalekites. They're a nation described in the Hebrew Bible. Amalekites? Uh, Amalekites, yeah, sure. However we said it. I don't know. I'm yeah, I don't know. Um oh, but the name Amalek is from the nation's founder, just like Israel is from its nation's founder. Um, who is a grandson of Esau from way oh, back. Okay. Way back. That is interesting. <laughs> way back. With Jacob okay. and Jacob and Esau that so they are related. Yeah. The M- Amal- okay. Amalekites. But we don't like them still. No, we apparently like they had sorcerers or something. Oh, classic. We don't, yeah. we don't like those. They're out. Yeah. They are out. They are right out. <laughs> it shall be when you are come into the land which Yahweh your God gives you for an inheritance and possess it and dwell therein, that you shall take the first of all the fruit on the ground, which you shall bring in from your land that Yahweh your God gives you, and you shall put it in a basket. <laughs> Nice. And she'll go to the place which Yahweh your God shall choose and cause his name to dwell there. You shall come to the priest who shall be in those days and tell him, I profess this day to Yahweh your God that I am come to the land which Yahweh swore to our fathers to give us. The priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of Yahweh your God. You shall answer and say before Yahweh your God, Assyrian ready to perish was my father, and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there, few in number, and he became there a nation, great and mighty and populous. We're talking about Joseph, right? What, are what, we? I don't know. Are we? Are, well, how, what, well, who's what's, the Syrian? What's, yeah, what's implying to you that we're talking about Joseph? Well, so Assyrian ready to perish. So Joseph had been you know, beat up and left for dead by his brothers. And he went down to Egypt and sojourned there, few in number, but then he became a great nation, which all of us came from. Yeah, that is Uh bizarre that they would call him Assyrian, though. Or, oh, you know, but this could also be Jacob, because Jacob, they were also starving then during the the drought, and they came to Egypt, too, also few in number, and became a great nation. It's true. I'm going to look at that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Waiting for that one. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. There it is. I'm just going to (laughs) write down the Syrian question mark. Is that there there in other translations? Oh, that's a good question. Other people talk about it? So other translations say my father was a wandering Aramean or was... Oh, Arminian, you mean? No. No. Or is it Aramean? No, Aramean. Like from Aramea. Not Not from Armenia. Aramea. Uh, or was a nomad from Aram? Same same thing. Yeah, Aramean. Are they the same? Lo- are they the same location as modern day Syria? Oh yeah, I wonder if that's the case. I, I, I have no know. idea, but that's that. I would that would be my guess that the translators were like, yeah, that's this place now, right? And that's where this. I've not is brushed okay. up on my ancient Middle Eastern geography and topography yeah, in quite a while. For me, Aramean just always reminds me of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I know, me too. It's <laughs> oh. Aramaic. <laughs> yeah. The Egyptians. No. Yes, the Egyptians dealt ill with us and afflicted afflicted us and lay on us hard bondage and we cried to Yahweh the God of our fathers and Yahweh heard our voice and saw our affliction and our toil and our oppression and Yahweh brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terror and with signs and with wonders 
that just makes me think like he has picketing signs. Like oh, I don't see, know. it made me think of the Bruce Willis movie. That Wait, too. by Bruce Willis movie, did you actually mean Mel Gibson movie? Yep, that's the one I meant. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. Right. Wait. Right. With the kid I think you were thinking of Unbreakable because that came <laughs> yeah. out at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking of Unbreakable. No, there's. Was there another uh, that guy who did all of those films? What was the director? Oh, Shyamalan. Yeah, Shyamalan. Phenomenon. M Night. M Night Shyamalan. M Night. Yes, it was M Night. Yeah, good old M Night. Right, good old M Night and Mel Gibson and the and the kid had asthma, but then he saved the day. And it's all about water. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that threw the water, or no, it was the little girl. No, Joaquin Phoenix threw the like. Wait. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we don't remember this movie that well. Joaquin Phoenix was in that film? Dang. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He was know, like yeah. the cool uncle. Oh, wow. I saw the sign. All right. So with signs and with wonders, and he has brought us to a pl- to into this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, behold, I have brought the first of the fruit of the ground which you, Yahweh, have given me. You shall set it down before Yahweh your God and worship before Yahweh your God, and you shall rejoice in all the good which Yahweh your God has given you and your house, you and the Levite and the sojourner who is in the midst of you. When you have made an end of tithing all the tithe of your increase in the third year, which is the year of tithing, okay, Then you shall give it to the Levite, to the sojourner, and to the fatherless, and to the widow, that they may eat within your gates and be filled. How nice. You shall say before Yahweh your God, I have put away the holy things out of my house, and also have given them to the Levite, and to the sojourner, and to the fatherless, and to the widow, according to all your commandment, which you have commanded me. I have not transgressed any of your commandments, neither have I forgotten them. I have not eaten of it in my morning, neither have I put away of it, being unclean, nor given of it for the dead. I have listened to the voice of Yahweh my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded me. That was a lot. (laughs) I know, we're really like... a lot of protestations to make sure that they know that we're doing this correctly. Yeah, exactly. very, very clear about all the things that you've done. Yeah, gracious. Okay, look down from your holy habitation from heaven. Your holy habitation. I like that. Oh, like cute. a little villa in the sky. He's sitting up there in his cloud. Yeah, out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail of just like from your holiest of habitations, uh. O Lord. <laughs> you know, just <gasps> it sounds like a caricature of the Bible, but here it is. Yeah. It is. So, from your holy habitation from heaven, and bless your people, Israel, and the ground which you have given us, as you swore to our fathers, land flowing with milk and honey. This day, Yahweh your God commands you to do these statutes and ordinances. You shall therefore keep and do them with all your heart and with all your soul. See, this gets like really sweet for a moment. But then it's mm. like, yeah, but if this lady grab your balls, then you can cut her her hand off. You do that. You know, it, it, there's yeah. a lot. A lot of hot and cold. It is hard to predict. It's yeah, hard to it predict really sometimes. Is. It really yeah. is. So you have declared Yahweh this day to be your God, and you would walk in his ways and keep his statutes and his commandments and its ordinances and listen to his voice. And Yahweh has declared you this day to be a people for his own possession. And he has promised you and that you should keep all his commandments and make you high above all nations that he has made in praise and in name and in honor that you may be a holy people to Yahweh your God as he has spoken. It and sounded like a, a sermon. Like that sounded like the end of a sermon yeah, right there. Definitely. Oh yeah, that was kind of sermon-esque. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So going on to Deuteronomy 27, I think that actually was the end of a sermon because check out this first uh, line here. Oh. Wait. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people saying, keep all the commandments which I command you this day. Oh, so he is like wrapping it up here. Oh. Yeah, oh, how can he be wrapping it up? <gasps> he's dying. Coming to, yeah, do you think he's finally dying? <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Because well, remember like for the last several episodes, there hasn't been a break to say, and then Moses said, whatever, it's just been chapters of him talking, like all first person yes. style. And now we finally uh, have a little bit of third person just for a moment. So I feel like there was kind yeah. of a, that was like one 
big long sermon about a bunch of rules and now we're going to start another one. That's my guess. Okay. It shall be on the day when you shall pass over the Jordan to the land which Yahweh your God gives you that you shall set yourself up great stones and plaster them with plaster and you shall write on them all the words of this law when you are passed over that you may go into the land which Yahweh your God gives you. Hang on, sorry. That's a like lot all, of words. Yes, thank That's you. That's many words. I was like, all of them? <laughs> <laughs> right? I guess I just assumed that, yeah, you have the Ten Commandments, but then everything else you just keep written on scrolls in a safe place. Yeah. somewhere like really you got to literally chisel this in stone or in like plaster or whatever good lord no i don't you're not chiseling i think it's plaster right you're just writing in it with your fingers you're while just it's writing wet. it in, still though still <laughs> still though you're putting in your little paw print in the cement but then you're writing also <laughs> cement. yeah you need you need to marry your brother's wife if your brother dies yeah you gotta, yeah yeah you gotta, that stuff's gotta and be she gets to spit in your face and she gets to call you unshod shoe boy <laughs> i love it <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it shall be when you are passed over the Jordan that you shall set up these stones, which I command you this day in Mount Ebal, and you shall plaster them with plaster. <laughs> Got it. Do it. There you shall build an altar to Yahweh your God, an altar of stones. You shall lift up no iron tool on them. You shall build the altar of Yahweh your God of uncut stones. Uh. And you shall offer burnt offerings thereon to Yahweh your God. And you shall sacrifice okay. peace offerings and shall eat there and you shall rejoice before Yahweh your God. That's weird that you can't use tools on it. I, I yeah, didn't why that not? Was a thing. What? Who cares? Just that you I can't shape it. You got, you got to find some really cool big ass stones. Yeah. It seems like the whole huh. thing's going to be a little bit messy looking and not as pretty. Oh, prob oh well, absolutely. He's, now he's moving into his, you know, kind of like organic phase. Oh, uh, that makes he's sense. He's not as aesthetically pleasing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That he makes really sense. likes natural fibers and stuff. <laughs> right. And muted tones. <laughs> yeah. You shall write on the stones all of the words of this law very plainly. <laughs> no curses, please. Well, the, you didn't give Make it to sure. us plainly in the first place. <laughs> no, what do you want us didn't. to do? They're like, oh, oh God, we have to like remember all that? Okay, <laughs> here we go. Like, I'm, I tuned out during that. Uh, <laughs> Moses and the priests of the Levites spoke to all Israel, saying, keep silence and listen, Israel. This <laughs> Listen, Israel. <laughs> listen up. This For day, once in your life. This day you are become the people of Yahweh your God. You shall therefore obey the voice of Yahweh your God and do his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day. Moses charged the people the same day, saying, there's so much third person in this. Yeah. Moses charged the people the same day, saying, these shall stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people when you are passed over the Jordan. Simeon and Levi and Judah and Issachar and Joseph and Benjamin. They're still alive? No. Emily. Emily. <laughs> These First of all, we already had time. this conversation. They're Second not Second of all, they know they're oh, not the, still oh, alive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. These are the tribes. These are the tribes. These are the yes. tribes. Yes. I got yes. it. I got it. I got it. Sorry. These are the tribes. These are the tribes. Sorry. Sorry. It's just that, yes, like, three you know, the, the mountain isn't that big. Jace is having a conniption <laughs> over there. The mountain isn't that big, I'm assuming. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But, like... You know, like all these, like what these entire tribes are like on there. I'm assuming there's representative. No, I think, no, I think by these, well, and they say like Simeon, Levi, Judah, and I'm like, okay, these these boys, but they're dead, right? Yes, they are dead. Yes, that's correct. Um, cool. Cool, I cool, thought cool. these. I thought they were. He was referring to the stones, but now that he's naming all these names, now I'm confused. Maybe there are some stones that are the representatives of each of these tribes. Well, the other thing was on Mount Ebal and this is Mount Gerizim. This is a new mountain now. Yeah, I know. There's so many mountains. See, now what if Emily was right and this is actually Simeon and Levi and Judah and Issachar kind of like... Well, that would be awesome. Kind of like at the end of the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Return of the Jedi. I was going to say Jedi ghosts. We're on the same wavelength also. You <laughs> okay, and me, Jace. Yeah. So the Jedi ghost versions of Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin I, are yeah. standing there smiling you know, I down dig it. I dig while it. they run around and sing yub, yub and stuff like that. Yub? Yub, yub. Yeah. Yub, yub, yub. Yub, 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 yub
That was the weird Ewok song at the end of Return of the Jedi in the original version. Wow, I got some now deep I cuts going on watch the original here. trilogy again. Oh, it's so good. Uh, okay, I think okay. this is going to become more clear here. So on Mount Gerizim were those people we just named. These, yeah. these shall stand, stand on Mount Ebal for the curse. Reuben, the curse. Reuben what, Gad, what curse? and Asher, and Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. Dan. Do you, okay. uh, do you remember several episodes ago now, there was this thing about there's going to be these two mountains and you lay a blessing on one and a curse on the other. Does this ring any bells uh, at all? Maybe yes. a bell, but I, you <laughs> like could also just be making that up bell. right now and I'd believe you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Can like we a, see, does the message clarify this at all? The what? Uh, which part of it? To, which part could possibly the, all, be clarified? All parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> all parts of it. <laughs> Uh, okay. For, for verse 12 and 13, what does the message say? After you cross the Jordan, these tribes, does clarify, not Jedi ghosts, Great. these tribes <laughs> will stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people. Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Ben-Hamin. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and these will stand on Mount Ebal to curse. Uh, other translations say, curse? Uh, and these tribes shall stand on Mount Ebal to pronounce curses. To pronounce curses to whom? The New International Reader's Version says, I want the other six tribes to stand on Mount Ebal to announce some curses. Uh, <laughs> I have a list of curses in my pocket. And I, I want would like you to go you. over here and you go over here. Okay, we got it. <laughs> but yeah, wow. this was, we talked about this long ago of this. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just believe you. Kind okay, of. fine. Okay, so we've got two mountains. And then verse 14, the Levites shall answer and tell all the men of Israel with a loud voice. Wah. Cursed be the man who makes an engraved or molten image an abomination to Yahweh, the works of the hands of the craftsmen, and sets it up in secret. All the people shall answer and say, Amen. 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 Cursed be he who sets light by his father or his mother. Like what? lights him on fire? What? What? <laughs> I have no idea. Who puts really... a nightlight next to them? No, like you what? Ha- okay, like maybe sorry, they're trying to be I nice. Hope you have that tab open because you got to see what other <laughs> translations say. Who sets light? Who sets light? I, I'm going to put my money on lights them on fire. <laughs> okay, Dedeker's betting lights them on fire. Emily, what do you think that means? Uh, why would you light your mother and father on fire? I don't know. That just like turns on the lights in the middle of the night to like pull a prank on them. <laughs> okay, oh, pranking. So no pranking. That's good. Okay. No pranking or setting them on fire. Let's see. What does it actually say here, though? Um, treadeth lightly by his father or mother, or who setteth light by his father or mother. Makes perfect making, sense. Jason, you got to give us some more. Making light of his father and his mother. Okay, it's closer. Oh, we're getting closer. Well, that's, okay, closer. That's, uh, that, that's that, different entirely. That does not honor his father and mother okay. who dishonors, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. who demeans a parent is what the message oh, okay. says. Okay, well, okay. to be fair, both pranking and setting your parents on fire would be demeaning and dishonoring. So That's true. There I you think go. So we're both correct. We're, everyone's right. <laughs> everyone's right. Perfect. That's the answer. Okay. Cursed be he who I see. Can you can you help me out here? So it's and all the people say amen is after all of oh, these, right? Right. Okay. Kind of like when we were doing the the no after all the other things. So yeah, <laughs> cursed be that he. didn't work out very well, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <to> say. <laughs> cursed be he who removes his neighbor's landmark, and all the people shall say, amen. 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 Okay. I need you to really be on top of it here. <laughs> Are, we saying, it, cues, are okay? we saying it at the same time that you say it, or is it all yeah. the people shall say amen, and then all the people say amen? We say at the same time. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All the people shall say, and then we all do it together. Okay. 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 Yeah. Great. All right. Cursed be he who makes the blind to wander out of the way. All the people shall say amen. amen. Cursed be he who rests the justice due to the sojourner, fatherless, and widow. All the people shall say amen. amen. Cursed be he who lies with his father's wife because he has uncovered his father's skirt. Double Mm -hmm. awkward. All the people shall say. Amen. 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 Cursed be he who lies with any manner of animal. Oh, yes. (laughs) All right. All the people shall say. Amen. Amen. Cursed be he who lies with his mother-in-law. All the people shall say. No, you skipped it. You skipped a a line, my babe. Ah, shucks. 22. 
We got more family members to get through first. Okay. Cursed be he who lies with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother. All the people shall say, Amen. Amen. Aren't those the same person? (laughs) The daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother? Or is it if you're Not if your dad has multiple wives. I guess they could be the same person. But don't do it. Or maybe if it's a child from previous marriage or whatever. Okay. But basically, it includes half siblings. Yeah, so don't like do your sep- stepsister or your half sister. I think stepsisters are all right, but <laughs> half half sisters, no, definitely just, just not. Just so you know, the stepsisters fine. <laughs> cool. Cursed be he who lies with his mother-in-law. All the people shall say, Amen. Amen. Cursed be he who strikes his neighbor in secret. <laughs> Unless it's consenting. All the people <laughs> shall say, Amen. Amen. Wait, so they're like, is somebody over at his neighbor's house and he's like, smack. <laughs> but, but in, in secret. In but yeah. secret. No one sees it. Nobody yeah. sees it. Yeah. Cursed be he who takes a bribe to kill an innocent person. Dang. All the people shall say. Amen. Amen. So no, okay, so no hitmen, right? Yeah, no there hit, you go. Yeah, can't well, be no hitmen of innocent people. Yeah, uh, right. Well, I mean, I feel like some assassins do innocent people work rega- like as well. You know? They're in the innocent people but they're business. But they're cursed. Those yeah. are cursed. They're cursed. Yes. No. Yeah. Cursed be he who doesn't confirm the words of this law to do them. All the people shall say, Amen. Amen. And that's the and end the of end. today's <laughs> reading. <laughs> wow. Cool. That was a lot of stuff that we learned today. Yeah. I feel like the pace is maybe picking up a little bit. Well, at the end there Joseph's sure. going to die. Nope. Not Joseph. Somebody, Moses, that's the one. He's gonna get he's gonna eat it soon. I can he feel has it in to, my right? bones. We gotta we gotta wind down pretty soon here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're so. definitely getting there. The question is, is he gonna wait till the very last verse? Is it gonna be like and then Moses dies at the end? <laughs> or the or end. is it gonna, Or do we get a little denouement at the end? Or is at the very that? end is he gonna be like, There is another sky. And everyone's like, what? Who? What? I'm so confused, Moses. And then we had to wait 20 years to get another movie to answer that question. No, we we didn't because that was in the same exact film, James. You are not a Star Wars historian, clearly. Get out of this podcast. Whoa. That was Leia, Leia, right? Yes, it was Leia. What is going on right now? I clearly need to spend more time getting to know you. My goodness. (laughs) Okay, wow, we went to a lot of different places today, didn't we? Yes, we did. I'm proud of us. And while I think this episode had some bummers in it, it was much more pleasant than last week. (laughs) I feel good about that. I feel like we're moving upward in our trajectory in the Bible here. What do you mean by upward in our trajectory exactly? Just less less raping happening in this chapter, and I'm hoping where you just continue on in that direction. Oh, yeah. I I don't think I don't think this is an upward trajectory necessarily. Oh, they have you know a, what? they I'm still gonna... they haven't even entered the land that they're supposed to take yet. You know what? You know? They're they're talking about it though. They're near they it are. and they're excited <laughs> about it. They're thinking about going. I'm just they saying, really there's... are heartily thinking about it. It is kind of funny if you were to think about this as uh, as one book rather than a bunch of separate books. But it is weird. Like you're going along, and we spent all of Leviticus kind of leading up to, we're going to take this land, right guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to take it. Okay. And at the end, it ends with like, all right, when we go in, this is how we're going to split up the land and we're going to do it. And then you spend an entire like few months worth of this show. Not, we're not there yet. It's like, okay, but, but like, before we go in, let's clarify some things. <laughs> before you just we take go this there, let's take long... a quick break to talk about this. <laughs> right. Like the fact that he keeps just being like, and when we get there, or like, and you'll talk to the priest who there will be one then. Like, <laughs> I promise. It'll be then. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. Aaron's been dead a while, but we're going to get another one soon. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we think is going to happen? Oh, goodness. Probably more of this. Well, I don't know. It did seem like he was kind of ramping down on this. On this, uh, I, I can't lecture. speak because I know a little bit about what's oh. coming up. Because I was doing a little bit of like a Bible reading class, and I what? picked something from later on in Deuteronomy to study a little bit. Oh, okay. I do know a little bit. We've got so we've got some you, fun stuff. Yeah, coming Yeah, you up. got any hints? Any teasers? Um, yeah, hint. Let me just say that before Moses dies. He's going to become a pop star. 
Is he not already? Wait, is he going to sing? Ding, Ooh, ding, ding. singing. <laughs> Are yeah. we going to sing his Boy. Moses song? It's going to be like a whole episode long song, but yeah, oh, it's like an epic, okay. an epic okay. song. I don't even know what to even think about that, but we got to put some like sick drops and sick beats, <laughs> sick bars. I don't know what to say. Freaking that's samples exciting. on that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super okay. exciting. I don't know if that's next week or the week after or the one after that, but it's coming up. So stay tuned. It'll be like a callback singing. to that rap that we wow. did. What was that? Back in yeah. Job? That you did. Dedeker, the rap battle. That you yeah. Did. yeah. Back in Job. Yeah. A long time ago. Oh, good. good times. Uh, we have some people. We have some people to toast, don't we? Yes, we do. We have um, Paul. Our Thank you. Paul. Our Patreon Paul. Paul. That's a good, it's got a good ring to it. Patreon like Paul. It. Or Parishioner wow. Paul. I like Parishioner Paul too. Exactly. Parishioner Paul. Thank you so much for becoming a $12 patron of ours. We so, so appreciate it. And uh, this, this buds for you. Clinky. <laughs> Clink. Yeah, well, we're not drinking Budweiser. Don't you worry. Yeah. No, don't worry. Something about else. That. I mean, if, unless you like it, then by all means, <laughs> it is Jace's drink of choice when he goes to karaoke. So it's, it's the only are. time I drink it is karaoke. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and remember to join our open Facebook group, Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship, if you want to talk about what happened in the episode today. And if you want to toast on the show yourself, sign up to become one of our parishioners at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know why the heck you like it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Deuteronomy is Truth in the Stones by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. 